Hello, and welcome to episode 35 of Man vs. Business. My name is Les Janes, and I am here with my co-host, Sean McMenamin. This week, Sean and I are discussing words and meanings as it relates to business. So, with that, let's go ahead and start the show. So, Sean, how are you doing today? Good, Les. How are you? I'm doing fine. We are back with a another uh, podcast week where we're going to talk about something that's very kind of off the wall uh, and kind of uh, kind of a different uh, different area for us. Well, you know, I think picking out these um, nuances in business. And how it how it how it uh, applies to you know everyday workings with people, whether actually whether it's in business or you know just in how you deal with people outside of work. Right. Um, and and the topic is words, words, and meanings. Yes, of course, and meanings. You know what? When people say words to me, words are very important. Yeah. Um, a lot of uh, what what you hear is. Uh, Many people, and I, I really don't like to generalize. I like to try to be specific, but but people try to say whatever they think the other person wants to hear. Yeah, and it's up to leadership to hear that and and you know ask questions in a manner to direct the conversation down the path that the leader needs to to get to. So first, we're we're talking about you know our normal topics focus around. Uh, business activities and business functions. Why are we talking about words and their meanings? Why do we want to touch on this subject? Well, because productivity, accountability, um, you know, being assured that a schedule is going to be met, a deliverable is going to be accomplished has to do with words. We talk about, we talk about managing on your feet, not from your seat. Right, right. So that means you go out and you go talk to people when they're they're doing projects for you, or or uh, you know, investigating or generating some kind of product. Right. So you go talk to them, and when you say how are you doing, what they say back tells you exactly where they are, and and what the leader in the group should do is is form that type of conversation to be succinct, factual, and. With the with the details that you need, like on schedule, on budget, and you know it's all going well, or the person that you talk to is is clear to ask you to help them with hurdles. That's that is the bottom line that a manager or leader has to has to do for their people is to clear hurdles. And I would think you'd want to add clarity to that. Yeah, well, clarity should have come in the beginning when, okay. when you when you gave instruction okay. right when when it was understood what the project needed to be and how it needed to be formed now of course as you go down in a project and when I say down I mean down the, the schedule line perhaps more clarity needs to be needs to be um, given that can happen in, in a couple of different ways one is in a regular regular product mat the product meeting um, or project meeting um, I don't like too many meetings, though. So if you can get that same information by just walking around and talking with different people in an hour, and you get all the same information that you would get in a in a sit down meeting, then that, to me that's a better use of your time and their time sure. instead of pulling everybody into a meeting. So, but I I completely agree. The thing that with you in in clarity, um, maybe I jumped the gun too much and, and, and thought you were talking about clarity in the direction given, but clarity in 
the response and the, the right. understanding from the person who's doing the work, you can you can assess how clear they are on what the deliverable has to be. You know, and and I guess I meant that in what words they're using. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What words they yeah? What words they're using should be clear. Now, when I said you know schedule and cost adherence and all that, you know, those are all nasty, sterile words. I mean, you, you, your conversation with the people that you work with should be understood that those are important things and they should come out in the conversation, not bullet one, bullet two, bullet three in a conversation. So now when we're talking about words and meaning, we're usually talking about a conversation you may be having with uh, a team. It may be a one-on-one scenario. Um, but how people take the meaning of words and use those words is kind of where we're going with all this, isn't it? Right. And, and let's let's go to an example right now. I think okay. one of the one of the exchanges that has triggered me, and I've I've tried to figure out a way to make sure that people understand that the, that, that the response that I want is not this. When I ask, "How's it going with Project ABC?" And they come back and say, well, I'm waiting for this, and I'm waiting for that, and I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. Right. To me, and, 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 uh, and I'll, I'll tell you how I feel. I'm going to put a little feeling in here. When somebody says that they're waiting, that means, that means that they've taken the activity that you've given them, and they have pushed the responsibility to somebody else. It's not their fault that, that they don't have any information or they're not done. I mean, I'm just you know saying that that the the impression that I get is they're saying, "Hey, it's not my fault." So and so, or such and such a company, whoever they are getting information from, has not delivered to them, and so they don't have any information to give to you. So to me, that is a complete waste of time. Right, because neither so one of I you. With, so neither one of you have gotten anything you need out of that exchange in that conversation. Right. Now waiting. Now I've been I've been here at my new company for a few months now, and, and they know not to tell me that they're waiting for something. Yeah. Because because I've already, um, as I talk about, you know, teaching my kids, you know, brainwashing them to like the sports <laughs> teams that I like and things like that. Um, or in my case, or in my case, or in my case, getting my daughters to like the music that I like. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which I got one converted. I'm lucky. My youngest, my youngest likes. She got what? I got my youngest converted. Yeah, yeah, my youngest likes uh, '80s music as well. Me too. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we digress. Squirrel. Uh, squirrel. Exactly. <laughs> See, talk about words. There you um, go. But what I tell what I tell them is I came up with a little kind of slogan. Sorry about that. I come up with a slogan that says, "Are you waiting for an answer, or are you pursuing the result?" Okay. Yeah. And I like and I and I've and I've got that phrase lined up with the folks that I talk to such that they they know that they should be pursuing the result. So if I ask how is Project ABC doing, instead of them saying, Well, I'm waiting for this, I'm waiting for that, they tell me they've ordered these parts, they're due in next week. They have the manpower to put it all together when it gets here, and we should be on track. Okay, that's the best of all worlds. The other side of the, the, the fence, that, to me, that's pursuing the result. The result is getting the project done. Right. It's getting it done on time and on budget. So so in pursuing the result, instead of saying, well, I'm waiting for all these parts to come in, and then that's the end of the conversation, 
you know, they could say, I'm waiting for these parts to come in. I know one of them is going to be late, but the manpower should be able to catch up on the schedule. Overcome it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, so to me, I, you know, I, I like that. I've never heard anybody say anything like that before. I don't know what you're supposed to do and how to, in, in, in order to, in order to coin a phrase. But to me, that's the phrase that I've coined. Are you waiting for an answer? pursuing the result. So in that particular example, it sounds like what you're talking about, though, is uh, personal accountability and how you express that accountability. You know, that not only should people take ownership uh, and understand uh, what they're responsible for, they should know how to explain what their responsibilities are uh, to their to their coworkers and to their to leadership, mm-hmm. and and you know what people might not know how to explain right, and and, and let me put it this way: they've been able to, and I don't mean to sound crass or that people don't have good intentions, but let me put it this way: they've been able to get away with those kind of responses, right. You know, I don't know. I don't know is not an answer. Yeah. If you if somebody if somebody says you know what is you know ten plus ten, I don't know is not the answer. Um, right now, I don't have it. I will figure it out and get it to you. If you don't know the answer, of course, you know, I would hope everybody knows. Yeah. <laughs> ten plus ten, but whatever the whatever the whatever the question is, um, if somebody if somebody asks you the question, it's your job to have that answer. Saying saying I don't have that right now is perfectly acceptable, but then what's your commitment? Your commitment is, I will get it to you tomorrow. I'll get it to you, you know, just as, as we started this call, right? Somebody asked me a question. I thought I needed the answer, but I didn't. Asked her when she needed it. By tomorrow, I'll have the answer for her tomorrow. Right. And that's fine. Everybody's happy. The deliverable will be made. Okay? Now, it's up to me not to forget. So you write down a note or whatever, but that's how, that's how these exchanges, in my opinion, need to go in order for communication to be fruitful. I, I won't even say productive because you know what? In our line of work, when we talk about process improvement and everything like that. You talk about production, efficiency, productive, and everything like that. Those words get a little overused and mm-hmm. cliche at some point. Right. So, so how do you just go simple? How do you make it better? Right. You make it better by being clear and and as the leader, I mean, you don't even have to be the leader as a, you know, with your peers, don't let people get away with those open-ended, Hey, I'm pushing the, I'm pushing the football, you know, down the way because either I don't know the answer and I'm not going to find out, or it's the simplest thing for me to do is just to tell you, I don't know, I'm waiting or, or, you know, nobody, nobody's gotten back to me yet. That, that's another, that's another example, kind of in the same vein of, uh, I'm waiting for something. I actually heard after you and I got finished and I was still at work last week, somebody say when they were asked the question of if they had received some information or part or something like that, not yet. I'm waiting for a guy to get a hold of me. <laughs> so, so, so the answer was not yet. I don't have it. Not yet. I'm waiting for a guy to get a hold of me. So you have waiting in there. And now you're waiting for a guy who is the a who guy, is this guy? <laughs> and it's his responsibility to get a hold of you. You know, you know, this person was saying, get a hold of me who, who is responsible for the, the result. Right. So 
if that is not a, hey, I don't know, it's up to them to get back to me whenever they can type of response, I don't know what is. So, so does a lot of this, what you're explaining so far, does a lot of this just come down to people wanting to push away some of their responsibility or that they're just lazy and they're looking for ways to, you know, get rid of things or they, their plate is too full and they're looking to get, get rid of things, you know, whatever the reason, it seems like a lot of these types of comments are avenues for employees to try and figure out how they can get less responsibility. Yes, absolutely. And, and, I say absolutely in in all of those. Now, I I, I'm, I could be triggered based on some of those things that that you said. My plate is too full. That's another one. That's another cop out. Yes. Um, and, and I call them in my notes. I call them coping mechanisms. They're coping mechanisms for not being prepared and for not managing their time. Okay. Now, I don't want to sound like a, an ogre, but I think anybody that's got a job needs to think about what their job needs to to do in order to be successful or what they need to do in their job in order to be successful. And if if having tasks and reporting on those tasks are part of your job, well, then you should be prepared at all times, okay? You should understand where you sit with all of your, your projects. So saying, oh, I'm too busy to get to that, well, as a leader, just like we said in the beginning, the leader's got to listen. Okay, you're too busy to get to that. I asked you to do that. You're too busy. When will you not be busy? Or can I get you resources to help? Yeah. How can I help you with that? So let me stop okay, you right there. The so so when you say, usually what, what I wind up seeing is when you ask the employee, okay, if you're too busy now, when can you get to it? I usually get mm-hmm. the deer in the headlight look, you know, where they go, yeah. uh, I don't know. You know, it's it. Sometimes it's difficult to get um, a, a solid answer out of people, realizing that half the time, I'm not even sure I care about what date they give me, other than just giving me a date or a time. It could be two weeks down the road, right? You know, and and if you're okay with that, you should you should tell them that. But right. that's always dangerous as well. Say, hey, you know what? I don't really need it now. I need it in two weeks. But you have to understand how how good of a time planner that person is. Right. Or are they like the kid in high school that, that studies for his final exam the night before the exam? Right. I was not studying along the way. But or is he or is he the yeah. type of person where the sky is always falling? Yes. You know? That's true. And it's an excuse and it's a coping mechanism. Right. I'm too busy. I can't get to it. I don't even know when I can tell you. Well, you know what? If, if you've got an employee that says that, that, that they don't even know when they could tell you when they could be done with it, yeah. well, then I think it's time for a sit down and say, listen, this is the way we have to operate here. Right. You know, that, yeah. that could be a performance issue because you can't have somebody running around, bouncing off the walls, getting bits and pieces of things done because I'm sure they're doing something. Right. Can't be efficient, can't be productive. Well, and is it important to the environment? Yeah, and what kind of culture does his or her activity like that have, or what kind of effect on the culture does his or her activity when when you have people that are you know too busy and working all kinds of hours and everything like that? If mm-hmm. they if they have those coping mechanisms in a conversation that is supposed to be work related, then you know there's I think a deeper a deeper issue with how that person works in your organization. And you should sit back and reflect on, on your leadership and say, is this what I have cultivated? Right. And do I want to cultivate this? Right. 
know, no, you want to, in my opinion, you would not want to cultivate a, a culture of, you know, everybody kind of scatterbrained, running around, doing little bits and pieces, and then, you know, every month something gets done. Right. So what other what yeah, other words or or scenarios do you have on your list? Let me, say, let me get my notes here. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, we talked about I don't have time to get it done. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, here's another one. <laughs> <laughs> this must be a good one. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. And it's, and it's the old they told me or someone, someone is doing it. You know, the, the they, the someone, he or she, you know, when you're getting a response back as to, as to what's happening and, you know, the answer are, now I'm not that great in English, but I think they are prepositions. <laughs> the answer is that, that the preposition is accountable for getting the answer. That's not good. Right. You know, so when, when you get the, the they, the he's, you know, you have to really, you have to hear that as, as the person receiving the information. And you say, well, who is it? And do they know? I, what I have found, and it kind of makes makes it sound like I'm skeptical, but I, I do believe people say things that can't be tracked because they haven't done what they need to do, but they want to try to impress upon you that they've got something started. Right. So now what yeah. that one describes as, or it sounds like, is specificity. You know, uh, right. being being specific about what you're talking about. Trying not to uh, use words that are vague, that are broad, mm-hmm. that um, you know are really just being tossed out there because maybe you don't know the answer. Quite honestly, uh, but yeah, it's I think almost that's what it is. You yeah, know the answer. yeah, it's almost better to say I don't know than you right. know try to blow smoke, so to speak. <laughs> Yeah, actually, I had blow smoke in my uh, in my notes. Oh, did you? And, 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 and you just said, you know, it's almost better to say, I, I don't know. And we talked about this a little earlier in this conversation. I don't know is only acceptable when it's followed by, but I can find out by tomorrow or I can find out. I can do some research. research. You know, yeah, I, I don't know. And that being the end of it, can't can't let that person off the hook if they are really accountable to getting something done for you. And, and, and we talk about, you know, the leader asking people to get things done, you know, of course, in the line of duty in the job, um, but it's a matter of delegating. If, if the, I just don't want this to come back and say, well, you know, then the, the leader can find out themselves. Well, if the leader has to find out everything themselves to do all of the project management or program management or whatever by themselves, well, they're just they're just trying to they're just trying to uh, not delegate and won't be as effective as if they ask these questions of, of you know their employees. That's why they have the employees. So right. so it's a, it's, a, it's a measure of, of their effectiveness as a leader in order to get the right responses and the right accountability out of the people that they oversee. So now I know that um, I remember at one time you had a few uh, sayings or or or. Um uh, scripts on your board that talked about talked about words. Do you remember what those were? Well, that, that the, the main one was that uh, waiting or pursuing a result. You know what? There was another one, and uh, I did want to look it up before I got on the call here. It was by George Washington. 
and it was it was a and I'm paraphrasing here. Um, George Washington had said something about about uh, being in the battle as opposed to watching the battle from the sidelines. Right. Um, I'll, I'll have to, I'll have to look it up. I I know I haven't gotten it um, exact, but uh, but it basically what it was was hey you you're engaged. You should be engaged in your in your work. You can't just sit back and let things happen without you know you doing what you need to do in order to support the team. So and, and it was a it was a, a battle reference from George Washington. It's kind of like it's kind of like um, the the egg and the, the the hen and the pig. Yeah, you know when when you talk about when you talk about whether you're you're committed or invested. Right, the, the hen is invested in breakfast, drops an egg. The pig is committed to breakfast. Pig is committed to bacon. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the, the the pig's got a little more, a uh, little more yeah, he's, bacon he's in the <laughs> bacon yeah. in the pile. <laughs> you know, I, so as I think about this one, as you know, and as we've talked about this, um, you know, I think there's more things that we could go into. I feel like we've kind of just scratched the surface of some of the things that uh, we could have discussed in this one, but how, how would you summarize kind of what we were trying to explain through this podcast? You know, I've, I've, I felt there was some key words that came out, you know, along with the meaning of words or words and how we use them, but, you know, accountability, specificity, you know, some of those things is really what we're asking uh, employees to add structure to the conversation, adding some detail to the conversation, you know, making sure that they're engaged and, like you were saying, be part of the battle, not trying to watch the battle. You know, right? My my uh, summary, and, and this is you know a little little off the mark, but um, whenever I think about words, I I harken back to the old uh, missing person song. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> what are words for? Yeah, you know, do you hear me? Do you really care? My lips are moving and the sound's not coming out. So, so if 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 words are part of the everyday workings in your office, then make them mean something. Don't just speak to just expel higher. Make sure that what you say means something and what you get back from your employees means something. Yeah, adding value. Make sure you're yeah, right. Everything, right. It should, it should always add value. Yeah. So uh, why don't we go so ahead? And, yeah. So why don't we go into our uh, picks of the week? Um, I'll go ahead and go first. Um, I spent uh, a little bit of my Saturday um, working on a uh, uh, website for the company I work for, and and I used a site called Wix, uh, which has a free version for getting onto. Um, so I was able to literally build a complete responsive design website in four or five hours and have it up and running and I could publish it if I wanted to um, and uh, do it all for free. Their, their, their packages, which they consider their premium packages, uh, if you want to go from free, it basically does things like take away their, their Wix little advertising. It allows you to connect to your own domain uh, it adds more features to it, of course, if you get to one of the paid pricings. But even the even the paid scenarios go anywhere from five. I think it was like five dollars a month up to twenty five dollars a month. So, you know, not that expensive. Yeah, yeah. And there was five or six different paid 
uh, scenarios in there. Um, so uh, I just uh, they've got a really good structure and a really good tool for building a website. If you've never had any experience building anything, I think anybody that has at least a, a, a few computer skills could literally build a website from scratch without a problem. You know, so it was just very impressive how well it was laid out. Nice. Yeah. So what's your pick of the week? Good. My pick of the week is a book by a guy that I know. Um, his name is John Bogart, and his book is titled No Feet in Concrete, Leadership in an Entrepreneurial World. And it, it just even the title is uh, something that I subscribe to, in, and everybody has heard it here about you know getting up and and leading from your feet and not your seat. So uh, I didn't steal that from him. So, but I like his, his title, no feet in concrete. And, and he really talks about how, how leadership in different organizations need to um, take in the vast amount of, of material and programs that, that other companies have done, but not, not necessarily duplicate them, put the spin on them such that your own company uh, benefits more quickly rather than trying to form fit your company into somebody else's program. Yeah, yeah, that was good. It was good, uh, good read and and uh, makes sense. And and just like this is like all all of the resources that are out there, you take it and figure out how best to uh, implement it in your organization. Yeah, you know, it and everything else. So uh, with that, we'll go ahead and uh, end this episode of our podcast. Uh, We hope you enjoy it, and we will see you all next week. Word. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Man vs. Business. Please note that neither Sean nor myself are business consultants. We just have a strong passion for discussing all things business. Please remember to visit sigmatree.co to see our other podcasts, our business ventures, and our blog. And by the way, you can also drop us a line from the message page. Again, thank you and have a good week.